It's Brother T and Dr. D sitting across his desk about ready to discuss a very current issue. It is a current issue. And, you know, you said this new year, this mm-hmm. new season, that's what we were going to do. Yeah, yeah, we began over three years ago and over right. 13,000 downloads wow, yeah, okay. of our podcast, uh-huh. kind of taking some chances, talking about UFOs. Right, and Bigfoot. Bigfoots. Right. And those different <laughs> kind of controversial issues. Um, and, and people are very interested in that sort of thing because it's what people talk about. You know, around the water cooler, talk about school and maybe even a church. I don't know. Yeah, could be. <laughs> but, and then, you know, we we are preachers and teachers and we, we tend to lapse into, hey, let's discuss this Bible verse or mm-hmm. this Bible passage. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that, you know, we predicated this particular podcast on being just a Bible study. Right. It's, yeah, it's real. No. There's, there's Bible studies out there uh-huh. and we'll drop into that occasionally based upon the subject matter. Mm-hmm. But I really just wanted to start this podcast for two people, you know, the, the description is two seasoned spiritual veterans. There you go. There me you little, go. Me a little more seasoned than you, right. but not that many years yeah, yeah, season. Yeah. I think maybe your spiritual experience is as long as mine. I, I think so. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Your hair's a lot darker, but yeah. you know, your spiritual experience is <laughs> just as long or longer than mine. And so, uh, uh, you know, talking about things that people talk about, but from a spiritual perspective. Right. Headlines. So, man, headlines. I mean, every week, every month, there's new things that come up. Mm-hmm. Talked a little bit about the revival that went on there right. at Asbury, mm-hmm. and uh, that continues to be discussion amongst believers and kind of watching some YouTubes and reading some things about what's going on there. Right. But I was happened to be watching the news recently and I, then I just, I ran over to the internet and checked it out to see what was actually going on. And right here in Tennessee, we're making news. Yes, we, we really are. Yeah, we, we really are. We are leading out. We are the point of the spear. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, so I think this is going to be an interesting uh, subject, uh, I do. It seems yeah. to be something that you and I probably, well, I don't know, three decades or so ago in ministry thought we wouldn't be dealing with. I promise you, I didn't think, yeah. you know, and um, and so not real familiar with it, just to be flat honest with you. Let's just say there's some weird things going on in the world. There, yes, I, I think that's a good blanket statement. I have a, a couple of small groups. You, you lead a church. Right. I have a couple of small groups that I lead and filling in at different places and One of my small groups, there are some educators in it, and they were talking about how now in school, on more than one occasion, Mm -hmm. locally, I'm not talking about on the, you know, the the coast out there where there's lots of, you know, things going on, but how there have been parents who have tried to get the school to allow their children to take their naps and time off in cages, because their children identify as puppies. <laughs> Are you really serious? This is. Do you see me with a straight face? I I'm see not you even face. grinning. Oh my goodness! That the children have the right to identify as anything that they want to identify as, and okay. so therefore, now thankfully, the the schools have taken uh, a strong stance against right. it. We're not doing that. But there's a, I think, a whole thing going on out there called furries, where oh, I have, so, yeah, you know, yeah. You, you can you come take on the mm-hmm. personality of an animal even right. as an adult. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I've seen videos of um, men and women galloping in pastures like absolutely. a horse. Absolutely. Yes. That, yeah. Because that's what they feel like. It's right. Yeah. That day they feel. Yeah. Like a stallion or a mare. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you you got that you've got. 
uh, adult men who I'm not talking about adult protection. I'm talking about wearing diapers because they they like being babies, right? And coddled as babies, mm-hmm. and it just the the weirdness has no end. Carry they carry rattles, man, and suck uh, pacifiers. What yeah. would you do if on the front pew of your <laughs> church on Sunday morning? <laughs> An adult man <laughs> sat there with a pacifier around his neck and a rattle in his hand. <laughs> well, I mean, really, what would you do? I would really, I would rather share with you what I would do uh, after we record. <laughs> when the mic is off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When you've had a chance to prayerfully consider okay. your actions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll right? go with that. Is that a pretty right. good way to put yeah, it? Yeah, yes, uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> so I don't necessarily want to put what we're talking about today in the same categories as those things. I I would just really talk about the weirdness of our time. Right, right. It's a yeah. weird time. Because, I mean, uh, it it is a very sensitive, really, subject, to it be really honest is. with you. And uh, so go ahead and throw it out there. Yeah, man. we're talking about transgender. Right, um, right. Now, my wife uh, is a registered nurse, mm-hmm. and she shared with me years ago that there, there are rare circumstances uh, after the birth of a child, because she was in perinatology, which is high-risk pregnancies, Mm-hmm. Um, there are rare occurrences when there is a difficulty and a decision that needs to be made as to the direction that a child's gender will take because of either underdeveloped sexual organs or uh, an imbalance of the hormones, that sort of thing. And there, there really is uh, an issue that needs to be confronted prayerfully, considerably, uh, the the consequences by parents. It's called intersex, okay, or hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Uh, I'm good yeah, boy. yeah, and that's where ma- their uh, genitalia is malformed or right. ambiguous. Yes, is, is what I guess the clinical definition. And is. there are things surgically that you can do then, right. to, to make you know one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's a, a serious issue that families have to face. Yeah. For the most part, I, I do believe, if I read correctly, that still even with that, uh, they have the XY chromosome as a male and the or the XX as a female, you know. Um, but the parents do, for the most part, make a choice or a decision uh, and later in life, those individuals either go toward that decision and right. or they don't. Okay. You know, and... Um, Look at you. You did do your homework. I, listen, you I'm You pretending you didn't do any homework. Yeah. Well, you know, the dog <laughs> ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did not remember the terminology. Yeah. I do remember having that discussion with my wife on right. a few occasions. Mm-hmm. And we certainly don't want to make light of that. No, that would be a very all. difficult place yes. to be. Uh, be as a parent right. or a child, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. that circumstances. Yeah. And then second, let me say that um, we we all tend toward a behavior or another. I, you know, I've both dealt with people with strong personalities that mm-hmm. are take charge kind of people. Right. Uh, they they tend to walk over, run over people on their way to reaching a goal. Yes. Some of them are, are super masculine. Some mm-hmm. are super feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, people. Uh, there are, I really believe, there are directions that we tend to lean toward that aren't pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you, there, there are. You take David for example, a man after God's own heart. A real problem with lust and mm-hmm. the flesh and mm-hmm. uh, going after you know the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that was just 
Yeah. That was just his thing, and he, and he yeah. struggled with it his entire life. But on the flip side of that, Sean McDowell pointed out David cut off Goliath's head, but then he also played the harp and wrote yeah. poetry. Yes. I mean, you know, yeah. and so um, when you look at it, you know, there's a balance there. Yes. Uh, that you have to let me just define transgender. Yeah. I wrote this down. When people identify with a gender that is different than their biological sex, I think, let me read that again. Yeah. Because uh, I need to hear it again. Yeah. Just, you know, when people identify with a gender that is different than their biological sex. Uh, so I think transgender, you're really dealing with not a physical issue, but a, you know, a psychology. Uh, what am I trying to say? Psychological. Psychological mm-hmm. issue, you know, yeah. uh, for the most part, except for that rare occasion that you're talking about. Yes. You know, uh, the intersex um, situation. For the most part, it's psychological. Yes. Um, you know, but, but there, I think there is a scripture, you know, um, in Genesis 1 uh, where it says God created us male and female, yeah. you know, and so uh, the way that I believe the the Word of God lays it out, there are there are two there are two genders, male mm-hmm. and female. I, I think so too. I don't know that there uh, is any other scriptural basis for being non-binary, right? Which means not identifying as either yes. sex. Yes, you know, yes. binary having two options and mm-hmm. not choosing either mm-hmm. option. Or in some instances where people get to choose daily whether or not they're going to identify as a male or identify as a female. Right, yeah. Um, I, I do think, Dr. D, the, the biblical view of sexuality and, and the secular view yeah. is just getting broader and broader, almost moment by moment. Yes. It really is. Yeah. When you look at Hollywood, when you look at the entertainment industry, uh, they stand up at their award shows, and I'm telling you, it is one of the most confusing things that you could ever want to see. Yes. You know. And, and I don't know, we're, we're going to be talking about two different things here, both transgender, which is a part of the law, but also there is a prohibition of drag shows in certain environments. Did you also right. write down the uh, definition of drag? I did not. Okay. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I think we know what it is, right. but, you know, it's it's not becoming another as you're, you're talking about this uh, particular identifying as the opposite sex right. this is almost a portrayal mm-hmm. uh, of a male as a female right. in both their their actions and their dress mm-hmm. what was that character on mash Col- oh uh, yeah yeah you remember that <laughs> yeah that was our, that was you know kind of testing the waters right. way back then yeah but i've noticed something and this is just very subjective observation mm-hmm that uh, my wife and I like to watch these competitive shows type thing, whether it be cooking competitive shows or uh, The Amazing Race or something like that. What is it that a person who identifies as a drag queen is celebrated by so many people? I mean, it's like they're the life of the party always. They Mm -hmm. are, oh, oh, I'd love me a drag queen type Mm -hmm. thing. And I don't really understand that particular attraction or or what's going on there is there is there something we can identify yeah i don't i mean honestly just thinking about that question i I don't really have a clue yeah um i I think it just is the celebration of tolerance you know that's Um, a good point yeah that's a good point just people because that is the most valued uh trait that a person can have anymore according to our culture Mm -hmm. is that you tolerate anything yeah, yes, yeah. 
um, but then they don't tolerate uh, <laughs> the right. biblical, you know. Yeah, don't tolerate things. people who right. have strong religious beliefs. Right, exactly. And, and I think that we, I think you and I both would uh, identify that in a, such a way that there's something spiritual going on there. Right, yeah. I mean, it, this is a becoming a very serious issue, Doc, because I, I read somewhere in New York uh, that they are levying $250,000 fines uh, if you call a transgender by the wrong pronoun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How do you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, uh, if I guess, you're non-binary, right. how do you know that day what to, to identify right, them? Right, right. But if, evidently, if they have laid out... Uh, what they want to be called that day or, oh, okay. or whenever. Wear yeah. a badge. Or right, I guess. I guess, you know, but uh, I, I, just, I read this somewhere. $250,000. $250, you know, then, then you got you, you got the transgender that um, competing on sports teams. Yeah. You know, that that is, um, you know, you, you, my mind goes to Bruce Jenner. Yes. You know, the Caitlyn yeah. Jenner, Bruce Jenner right. situation. Um, he did know, that after his athletic career, he did. which you know. He did. Is, yeah. But I did see, and uh, I am not going to get in depth this, but I do know it was a high school team right. who chose not to compete and actually withdraw and lose their opportunity to win a championship mm-hmm. because they were going to be competing against a team that had a transgender on right. This this was a female a, mm-hmm. a girls team. Yes, that chose not to do so. They they took a stand. Mm-hmm. Um. But but you're we're thought of as backward or bigoted if we disagree yeah, with that. That's right. You know, uh, um, or or fear mongering. I heard that right. term, yes. fear mongering. Yeah. Now I believe with all my heart, Doc, that we need to approach this with compassion. Yeah. Uh, and with clarity. Yes. You know, uh, and hopefully that's what we're trying to do today. You know, my mind's going everywhere, but you know, we, we've also got not only just sports teams uh, and all that, but the use of public restrooms. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. you think of that, you know. Um, They're gender, in a lot of places now that you go, there will be a gender-neutral bathroom. They, right. they call them family restrooms or something right, of nature, yes. but it, anyone can go yeah. in there. Uh, you know, listen, woman wants to go in the bathroom, I'm in the bathroom, God bless her. Right. Because she's going to regret it. <laughs> My wife has had to live with me because she made a commitment. But come oh, on, you, you, so you don't be visiting brother. me in the restaurant. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> but you and I have both traveled uh, yeah. extensively, and there are there are places, other countries, and first time that happened, it was unnerving. But I've yeah. walked in, and women have been standing there, yeah. uh, ready to assist with towels or, right. or whatever, you yeah. know. And um, and I remember one time I, I did an about face to walk out, right? And they said, "No, no, just go ahead," you know. And I was like, "What?" Yeah. And uh, but then you get used to it, you know. And um, you just go into the stall. And, That's right. Uh, but yeah, you know. But you know, it can. I'm, I'm thinking my granddaughters, you yeah. know. Um, right. And because it's it's not just people. What we have to realize is it's not just people who are truly confused. I mean, they are truly confused. Mm-hmm. But there are those who use that. Uh, they're not confused. They're perverted. Exactly. Yeah. And and so those are the ones, well, you know, both situations, but those who are just perverted and they're using that, Yes. Uh, that's where um, I just think of my sweet granddaughters. Yeah, and, I, I agree. I have a 10-year-old grandson myself right. and really bothers me. And, and 
the, some of the stories that he already shares mm-hmm. about school and behavior and uh, language and that sort of thing. It's it's kind of unnerving. Right. Now we yeah. had some guys in school that were pretty crude. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, there was no limit to what they might discuss. Oh yeah. But it wasn't celebrated. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was yes. you know stay away from those dudes. You know yeah. you get in trouble type thing. Well, <laughs> let me read a couple of headlines. Okay. That have happened recently. Now these are national headlines, and see. What a terrible place Tennessee must be. The, a recent CBS News headline of last week says, Tennessee governor signs law banning gender-affirming care for minors and restricting drag shows. So what kind of place would it be to live where you ban affirming care for a child? I mean, that's well, the way that is worded. Yeah. Yeah. The way that's worded sounds bad. I think USA Today gave it a worse even. It says Tennessee bans gender transition care. Mm. So we're going to ban care for our minors right. as well. Right. And right. you could read it one after another after another. The way the particular headline, and we know the headlines are there to grab attention, mm-hmm. get somebody to read the story, that sort of thing. But it also shows a particular bias in mm-hmm. because Tennessee really did step out front in this issue mm-hmm. and have dealt with it. You, you and I, you know, I don't know what you feel about Governor Lee. I was really, in my retirement celebration, one of the politicians that was there presented me a letter, which I have right now on my desk uh, where I study, from Governor Lee. You know, I'm sure he's done it many times, but not every governor would affirm a pastor as he resigns. In the in the letter, it's pretty, uh, not intimate, but detailed. Talking right, about yeah. the number of years I was there and the mm-hmm. things that happened in the community and that kind of thing. I don't know that every governor would do that for a preacher as he's yeah. retiring. Yeah, I agree. He does seem to be a, a conservative believer. Yes. And, and I think, of course, that's what led him to in this direction. Yeah. You know. And um, because there are states that allow minors to alter their bodies through surgery or chemicals, yes. Um, and uh, and and I'm telling you, it is. It's. I've I've joked before, and, and this is not a joking matter. But I've joked before that you know when I was a minor, I wanted to be a pirate. You know, yeah. I'm glad God didn't. I mean, my parents didn't let me cut my leg off, be a, have a peg leg. You know, my brain wasn't thinking. Or just correctly. escape and, yeah. and go and join yeah. a ship yeah. somewhere. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, um, I wanted to be Batman, and yeah. so there, there's a lot of things when I was a kid I wanted to be. Um, but um, you're you're not prepared. You're not ready at that moment. No, to you're make learning. Any you're discovering you are, a lot of are. things, yeah. and unfortunately, uh, a lot of these kids have adults with particular agendas who would like for them to discover right, yes. you know, a particular direction. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just say, uh, I, I, I want to be as honest as I can. As a believer, I believe that most of the decisions to follow after Christ are done while you're young. Yeah, oh, I agree. I and, agree. and I think that's a perfect time to present that. But yes. I've never mm-hmm. been in favor of pushing a child into a corner and saying, you don't want to go to hell, do you? Uh, right. You right. know, yeah. and, and trying to make that kind of pressure on a person. But I do believe that the story that we have to give is so mm-hmm. important for eternity mm-hmm. that that needs to be presented to a child at a young age, but mm-hmm. never coercively. Right. Now, maybe persuasively, yes. because if you yeah. present the argument, it's a pretty good argument. Right. But coercively, where mm-hmm. you're pushing someone, because that's not really a decision that child's made. 
Yeah, statistically, most believers do make a decision before right. the age of fifteen. You know. Yeah. And and so and I agree with that. I, I think the God and the gospel is simple. I mean, you know, Absolutely. it's simple enough. I was seven. Yeah. And uh, and I have you know I could understand sin and I could understand what Christ did yeah. on the cross. And so uh, I know that it, it it is simple enough for a child to understand. Well, you think about these um, headlines. There must be some horrible law. But I wrote down a summation of the law. It really has um, about three points to it. Number one, we'll ban medicines for children who identify as transgender and non-binary. Now, we're talking about minors. Mm-hmm. The medicine that's going to be banned are those that were aiding in that transition from one sex to the other and um, or the, those who don't identify as any particular um, right. sex yeah, or gender. Yeah, yeah. I should I keep sex and gender really we should probably keep separate. So right, yeah. gender that doesn't identify as one particular gender. Secondly, this uh, bans surgeries on minors to alter their gender. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. Hmm. I mean that that is what it does, but and so and that sounds a lot different than the headline that was read yes. uh, read just a little bit ago. And yeah. the and that about banning drag shows, mm-hmm. it actually says drag shows will be limited to age restricted venues. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a drag show in an elementary school. Yeah, uh, doesn't that make a lot of sense? <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. I yeah. mean. I don't agree with some of the activity that adults get involved in, mm-hmm. but I do agree that they have the right to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and if they do so in an environment where it's not affecting people who don't want to be a part of that, you know, if a kid goes to school, he goes to school. Right, and right. what's presented to them is not what they chose to be presented to them, plus they're so young. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if a bunch of guys want to dress up like women in high heels and mm-hmm. go to a place where, you know, it's age-restricted and people mm-hmm. are there because they want to be there. I don't agree with it. Right. But, listen, there's weirder things that go on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there are. Um, we don't condone uh, we don't condone it uh, no. at all. No. Uh, but neither should we sacrifice our convictions, you know, I, I don't think, uh, just to, uh, I mean, which is imp- more important, you know, uh, convictions or their feelings of, you know, being confused. I right. mean, you know, when you think about it, when you just lay it all out, um, I mean, I'm going to be polite. Right. I, I'm going to have grace and truth and, as I said earlier, have compassion. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also, I have the right to stand uh, with what I'm convicted by and yes. what I think Scripture lays out. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Knowing that you know, a person is going to make a decision that make, but if they want uh, to know my opinion, I can share that opinion. Mm-hmm. And I do have a, a public pulpit. I mean, there is yeah. a particular right. uh, privilege to mm-hmm. being in ministry. Mm-hmm. Back used to, you had to be licensed and ordained. You don't mm-hmm. have to anymore, but right. used to is yeah. a particular profession yeah. where you were supposed to be competent in sharing what your faith Declares. Do you remember that ordination community. council, my friend? Absolutely. Oh my scary. goodness! Because mine was held right before my ordination. Yeah. If I blew it, all those people <laughs> gathered around with all the gifts and everything. They're going to go home. And go. What happened to him? Yeah, uh, mine was too. I mean, it was about a two-hour yeah. situation where they shot me. Uh, you know, be honest with you, questions I don't know they knew the answer to. Yeah. Uh, they but, just heard this is what you're yeah. supposed to ask. Yes, question after question after question that they had written down, and and it is. It was a 
um, just a very, um, it, it was it was something. That I just mean, doesn't no. happen anymore, though, no, it Tony. I, I mean, it may happen some. Yeah. But there are people out there who are teaching mm-hmm. and preaching, and uh, and I think that maybe degraded a little bit the position that we've held because right. we held a very yeah. high esteem and honor mm-hmm. and took great responsibility. That's why I'm very careful to choose my words right. yes. when I say things. But yeah. I, I have no problem. Uh, someone might know my conviction on the subject. You know, I don't see anything redeeming about dressing in another gender's clothing. Right. I don't. I don't see it whatsoever. Now. I know there's cultures where men wear what you could consider skirts. Yes. In their culture, that's what right. it is. But it's not wearing the opposite sex's clothing. Right. It actually is their gender's clothing right. in that environment. Yeah, I mean, isn't there a, something called a kilt? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a skirt. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a skirt. Uh, and But that's, in that culture, that's a man's right. garment. Exactly, e- exactly. Here, um, if you wear, you know. Leather mini skirt and fishnet stockings, <laughs> right? Yeah. Who would you characterize that as? Not male. Exactly. Not, not any guy I go right. in with. No, no. I no. guarantee you, no. Not where I grew up. That, Let me that, tell you what the ACLU has said. Uh, that is the anti-Christian liberty union. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, the ACLU says this bill prohibits life-saving care to minors. Mm. Mm-hmm. Life saving cares. I mean, there are kids who are dying and you're taking this care away from them. Can I give a different statistic? Yes. 41% of transgenders uh, have attempted suicide. Forty. That, that's the latest statistic that yeah. I can find. And so I think the antithesis of what you just said is that statistic. Yes. Um, you know, sadly... Um, when they are confused, I think the term, I think the medical term or the social term is dysphoria, uh, where you are at un, you're uneased or you're disturbed uh, about all of this. Forty-one percent of those attempt suicide. Wow, that's a you huge know, it is. percentage. And so that's why we today, Doc, we address this um, with love. That's right. Um, We're not was, making a lot of jokes here. No. I mean, it no. would be easy to get crass and have a lot of jokes. It really and, would. And we know preachers who would do that, right. too. Right, no. And know? we're not. We're no. not doing that because it is a very sensitive issue, yeah. um, but one that we need to prayerfully uh, communicate. Yes. You know, um, and, and so when, when you're dealing with uh, this issue to realize, I mean, 41, that's going toward half. Yeah. You know, that's heading that's, toward the halfway yeah. mark. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and that's that's a sad situation. Yeah, and I think and what it's saying is in that person's life, it's associated with some obviously negative feelings. People mm-hmm. who aren't on top of the world or they're not considering suicide. So they're already dealing with issues mm-hmm. which may include this whole transgender, non-binary, uncertain mm-hmm. of who you are, but probably not just in that area of their life, but places where they need care in so many other places, right. a feeling of not being wanted perhaps, mm-hmm. or you know, um, uh, all that that's, that's going on, that we need to ca- take care of that person as a whole and trying to fix it with a surgery or with a gender-altering drug. Right, yeah. That's putting a, a band-aid on you know a deep wound mm-hmm. without really caring for it, and I, I think that that's where we miss out. I think the care and the love that we can show as Christians toward those people is much more healing mm. than trying to mm. fix it with drugs or surgery. Right. Yeah, and sharing in a very loving way. 
Um, you know, I realized, Doc, long ago that if I can talk someone into something today, somebody else can talk them out of it tomorrow. Yes. And so it has to be the conviction of the Word of God. It has to be the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, and, and yet um, many people are not going to open the Word. Yeah. And so that's where we come in to share the word in love, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not condemning, but to share it in love. We've we got to be honest. There, there is a battle against what I guess is called the nuclear family, uh, the biblical viewpoint. There is a battle. And they're even going so far as to saying to say that the biblical view is it's harming families. You know, they are. And and so when 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 society is going that way, uh, they are trying to put us on the defensive. Yeah, and it's and and they build straw man type arguments, Brother T, in that they will always pick out the extremists in our group, and there are uncaring, unloving, judgmental, self righteous mm-hmm. Christians out there who will hurt you with their words, right? And oh, yeah. and, yes. and and identify that as mainstream Christianity. Mm-hmm. Or as, you know, an evangelical. Right. That's not true. Neither our hearts nor the people that we serve in our churches, I believe, are that way. But we can go places Mm -hmm. and say, and and they will just be horribly uncaring towards these people. Signs that people hold, you know, uh, I mean, just the craziness of uh, bombing abortion clinics and things like that. And the headlines say, you know, a a Christian, uh, whatever society or Uh Christian group did that, you know. And uh, I think there is, there's a difference between acceptance and love and agreeing with, you know, uh, we are to accept not um, the sin, uh, but, uh, you know, but, but to accept the individual, love that individual. and, And we don't have to agree uh, with what they are doing. I think, uh, you know, the old WWJD yeah. is so important right. because the very legalistic religious environment in which Jesus lived, they condemned him for going to a sinner's house mm. and having a dinner right. or letting a sinner touch him yes. or be around him type mm-hmm. thing. And that's exactly the environment that we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. But, Jesus did not identify with that far out there sect of religious people. Mm-hmm. He came, he said, because sick people need help, mm-hmm. and I want to. I want to be with the people who are looking for care and looking for love in all the wrong places. I knew <laughs> I had to say that, <laughs> but you know who are indeed right, yeah. reaching for something that the world can't offer and. He offered himself. Mm-hmm. That's what we should do: is offer the the love of Christ. I believe it's the the gospel and the the Holy Spirit then that transforms a person mm-hmm. from what perhaps direction that they're going that is against God's will, right? Into a person that is being made into the image of His Son. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, it, it goes even to us as believers. It's the Holy Spirit that keeps us um, where the guardrails up, you know, I mean I'm a heterosexual man and I've been married as of Thursday, 38 years. Well, congratulations. Yeah, as of this Thursday, 38 years. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is my, you know, my stance with Christ, the Holy Spirit 
that keeps me from stepping out. Uh, and yeah. I love my wife. Right. You know, I love my wife. Um, but every man is tempted. Exactly. You know, as, as well as every woman is exactly. tempted as well. Exactly. You're tempted, but it's a commitment that you make. It's a commitment that we make, and and, and so we have to rely on the, the power of the Holy Spirit, the conviction, um, you know, and that commitment that yeah. was made many, many years ago. And so, yeah, I totally agree with that, my brother. So... What's happening in Tennessee is, is not the fact that we're coming down on all of these life-giving care for minors. It is taking a stance on what we believe would is a direction that's going to be more harmful to these children, more harmful to our society mm-hmm. if we continue to allow this to go in the direction that it's been going and not make a stand and say, we do care for children. We do care for families. We do understand that some people struggle mm-hmm. with this. We're not going to aid in such a way that we believe that makes the situation worse, or let's say situation permanent. Right, you have yeah. the surgery. Mm-hmm. You permanently made a decision maybe for a person who's eight, nine years old and may regret gratefully that decision that was made either on their behalf or without the maturity to make a, a decision that will affect the rest of their lives. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I don't know, this just came out of the blue in my mind, but someone told me years ago, or I heard it somewhere years ago, that what you laugh at, you will finally accept. You know, and, and Satan, man, he is so he is so cunning. Yes. You know, I, I remember, um, I didn't watch it that I can remember, but the sitcom Soap, Mm-hmm. You know that had I think the first openly homosexual. I think it was. I do remember that. Um, yeah. You know, and then you had was that eighties maybe seventies uh, maybe seventies actually maybe the seventies. Three's Company. You know where there was some confusion there. Yeah. yeah. Where John Ritter was, uh, you know, pretending I guess um, uh, so that he could live with those two ladies. Yes. Uh, then you got Will and Grace, and and, and well, I mentioned show that I never watched. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. may have liked it, but no, I, I never no. watched it. Okay. And Mash, as I mentioned yeah, before, that goes with you that. That's seventies, yeah. right? Oh yeah, Mash. yeah. And and so you got you got all of that that you know people chuckled at. Yes, they did. And and it, I think what it did is it dropped their um, guard. Mm-hmm. You know, and and a lot of people have, uh, through tolerance, have accepted things that have gone through, uh, you know, gone against, I guess, the word of God. Yeah, and I, the tolerance issue has been the most subser- subversive, I think, mm-hmm. and and it's been almost clandestine, and mm, yeah. that it's been introduced in culture as the most treasured quality of an individual to be tolerant of others right, yeah. who think differently mm-hmm. but push it to a degree where there's no boundaries mm-hmm. and it, it, it's who knows where this is headed right? and we as citizens and spiritual leaders in our community in our state you know I just thought it'd be interesting for us to share our viewpoint sure. on this right. that no we don't believe that Governor Lee nor the, the state senate are people who want to withdraw care from minors. Right. Life-affirming mm-hmm. care, life-saving care, as mm-hmm. the ACLU would say. We believe that they're taking a stance more so for the life and the future of our children than not allowing this law to be passed. Yeah. I, mean, I think it goes right back to, Doc, that... Um, Culture is flexible and fluid. Yes. Scripture uh, stays the same. 
And and when you are living in a world where the drag queen RuPaul is celebrated, but Tim Tebow is condemned. Yeah. I mean, it shows you really where we are. Just read headlines in the slant that's placed upon headlines. And, you know, I, I personally have never found RuPaul entertaining. Right. But the good Lord knows that person has made a lot of money. Oh, my goodness. Being the personality that they are. Right. With, all, with so many shows and right. events and mm-hmm. celebrated as a celebrity and mm-hmm. just for dressing up in the opposite <laughs> gender's clothing. Right. Maybe you know, right. missed it. I don't know. Yeah. Would we be, we might be, you know, have bigger crowds if we dressed opposite gender when we preached. <laughs> you want to try it Sunday? I promise you one thing. <laughs> Sunday morning, I'm not going to stand it's, up in a gonna, leather miniskirt. I d- promise you that. Do high heels and see what happens. High heels? <laughs> just... Maybe short heels. I don't. <laughs> Strap sandals. Uh, I don't have the calves for it. No, you really don't. Yeah. People don't want to see my feet. No, for no. sure. But I, you know, I just want a little left because we're a little more serious right. during that than we Definitely. have been. Yes, yes. But again, even the drag show thing that's a part of this bill uh, that did pass and was signed by the governor. Mm-hmm. Listen, again, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. But if adults want to go do that in an environment where children aren't present, mm-hmm. there are probably worse things going on out there. I just I, I I feel that these people are struggling a little bit, but then I struggle in some places too. Come yeah. on, good night. Yeah, I, I'm not going to condemn them, although I am not going to condone it. Exactly. Either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just think I think it's a good law. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, people disagree with me. That's fine. Yes. And you know we're not here to tickle people's ears. We're here to talk about current subjects from a spiritual perspective. Right. right? Everything's Let's get spiritual, man. Yeah, let's get spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And we want to honor and respect the Lord. We want to glorify right. Him and we want to walk in, not in the darkness, but in the light. The mm. Bible says if we walk in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Mm. Right? Amen. So I want to walk in the light and I hope maybe this helped uh, spawn, spawn a few conversations maybe with people from a spiritual perspective to speak the truth in love. Amen. Right? So we're going to be watching the headline see what uh, the next big topic will be. I guess I'm going to have to start reading the headlines now. You know, I have because I pretty much don't. Right. But I thought, well, this is what people are thinking. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're watching Fox News or CNBC or MSNBC or whatever they're watching Mm -hmm. and they're getting a particular slant. Let's give them a spiritual slant on what's going on. You know, I'm almost enjoying it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's going to cause us to get out of our shell. It is. (laughs) I'm going to have to get on my shell a little bit. I'm so comfortable in my shell. I am so comfortable in my shell, man. I draw my feet and my head in. (laughs) So we're going to check things out. We're going to talk about the things that are going on. We hope that you enjoy it. Hey, share this with a friend. Let them know. Would you subscribe? And If you've ever reviewed us, please do so. That really helps getting this thing out there. It does. God bless. Have a great week.